if he, he ever hurts you, hurts you, true love won't desert you. Desert you. You know I still love you, though we touched and went our separate ways. It's really sad that I had to take the high part. There. You did. Thank you. You did an excellent job. <clears throat> Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the hijinks. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. The opportunities. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And the wisdom. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, young lovers, this is Sean Daly, and you're listening to Stuck in the 80s. What the hell are you doing, Sean? Well, what do you mean? Playing in too deep? Isn't that a little personal? Don't oh, you know? Oh, God, that's right. You're Nummy Nummy Girl, right? Nummy Nummy Girl. Oh, the breakup story. God, the song of heartache, my friend. Hey, it's Steve Spears, your co-host for Stuck in the 80s, and today's topic, obviously... More breakup songs. But, but, but uh, breakup songs, but these are breakup stories... From our, our vast listenership uh, with their sad, forlorn, pathetic, pitiful breakup stories inspired by our, our Genesis podcast, correct? Correct. And if you haven't heard it, stop right now, go back and listen. We'll wait. All right, everybody up to speed? There we go. By the way, I want to say that my opening, that'd be a great show. Sean Daly, nothing but love songs. <laughs> but Steve, before we go any further, let's introduce. We have a very, very, very special guest today. Introduce her, Steve. Hey, you know, it's been kind of a sausage hang here lately. To you, Sean. <laughs> so we have changed that today. And we have brought in our old buddy, our old friend. She, she has been mentioned on the show before, hasn't she? Yes. Mm-hmm, the... Uh, mm-hmm. This is my second appearance. Yes, this is the smoking hot Joe Holcomb. <laughs> oh, who coined that Thank phrase? You. That was hot. you, my friend. That was I don't you. Remember, I mean, you are smoking hot, but I don't, oh. I don't remember coining it. Thanks. Go back and listen to our Rick Springfield show because I don't see her in those sort of terms. Yeah. I see her as a colleague <laughs> and a smart woman, Steve. Thank you. Thank you so I much. I apologize. <laughs> Jill used to be at Ruth Eckerd Hall, and she was there the night that we first did our uh, first road trip podcast. Remember that with uh, that was fun. Rick Springfield, Eddie Money. How could I forget it, Steve? It was a magical night for all of us. It was. It was one of my worst interviewing jobs, too. It was. Oh, God, that was a long night. I can't believe that's pirouetting in cyberspace, that interview with Rick Springfield. But anyway, now Jill is working. She's a uh, promotions manager. Coordinator. Whatever. No one cares. <laughs> People stopped listening a while ago. Okay. So, uh, for the for the St. Petersburg Times. We'd love to have her here. Let me just set the picture. Uh, Jill kind of looks like... Um, oh, boy. Uh, I, like Giselle Bundchen. I see it was a Giselle Bundchen. Really? Yeah, but, but, but nice a, a prettier face. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and she is, uh, I saw her um, in the lobby the other night before a Kelly Clarkson show, yes. and you were like a celebrity. You well, were rocking that place. Usually I walk in and I'm the celebrity, but you, <laughs> I you, usurped, you usurped, if that's the right word, all of my, my buzz, my aura, and you were like, you should have seen her, Steve. She's unbelievable. She looked like a supermodel. She did. Oh, thank you. That's yeah, nice. you knew you were rocking it. It was really it, fun. I loved it. 
And that was your first time back, right? It was. First time back, yeah. I thought it might be awkward, but it wasn't. It was just fun. Good. People Good. were coming up to you like you were a celebrity. I was furious. I, <laughs> I'm very popular. I don't know why. It was a hot outfit. How tall are you, too? Like 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. Oh, but in those pumps there, like, you're probably about, what, 6'1", six 6'2"? Six <laughs> Six foot, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love Sean, it. Sean said you were so hot that your undergarments must have been made of kryptonite. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I wish I had. I didn't say that. Though. All right. But yeah, you were great. But this anyway, welcome so to our exciting. show. Welcome Thanks. to our show. We wanted to have a uh, female perspective here today because we're just going to be ripping the opposite sex. Because oh. they've obviously devastated thousands upon thousands of Stuck in the 80s listeners. Oh, my God. I'm playing a violin for you. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so anyway, we're going to read a bunch of letters today. We're going to play some music. Um, Steve is going to uh, revisit his nummy nummy pain. <laughs> if you don't get the nummy nummy reference, you really got to go back and listen to the Genesis Jill, Jill, show. Jill, you listen to the Genesis I show. I did. It was well, very pitiful. Th- the story or the, or the nummy nummy? <laughs> the nummy nummy in particular. But it was very sweet. I thought it was very sweet that you were willing to share that with everyone. Oh, my God. But it was... Barf. Really? I mean, you've held on to that for quite a while, haven't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jill, have you ever had any sort of uh, like nummy nummy lexicon with uh, uh, someone you've dated? I don't think so. No great yeah. What's your deal, too? You married? Are you, are you hitched? No, I'm yeah. single. Are you single? Yes. All right. Uh, uh, it's not so the good 80s for nation me, stands up and salutes. A, yes. Well, they salute, but they're not standing up. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We got plenty of letters. We've selected uh, six or seven, I believe, to uh, to 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 do. So uh, <laughs> hold on, we're breaking down already. The show's breaking down. But uh, let me. Should I start with our first letter? Yeah, Steve? Here's the first letter that we received after the show. This is from our friend uh, Melissa, a longtime listener, Melissa, and here is her tale of heartbreak. And I'll read the first one if that's okay with you guys. Where do I begin? This was a love made in Duran Duran heaven. He was my first true love, and he wore just as much eyeliner and hairspray as I did. We lived and breathed each other. That first year was just magic. We had been dating for a long time, maybe one and a half years, when he gets quote-unquote interested in another girl. Thank you, Jill, making the air quotes. It happened to be right before senior prom. He breaks up with me and starts going out with her. The infatuation didn't last long, and he came running back to me just in time for my prom. Yep, I took him back. How do you feel about that, Jill? Not good, not good. All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I'm sure it works out just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was a total nutcase over this guy. I find out one day that she dedicated the song Tender Love to him. It infuriated me, and I hated that song with a passion. Much how I hate Spandau Ballet's True, I believe. Oh, the worst song of all time. What's, your, uh, what's, what's the worst song of all time for you, Jill? Oh, man. If you say Spandau Ballet True, it's fine. Uh, Macarena. <laughs> Macarena? What, you never been to a wedding? Who doesn't like to rock the Macarena on a wedding? Anyway. That's all I could Let's get back to the letter. Um, I got so angry every time I heard Tender Love come on the radio that I could feel the blood boiling in my veins like hot lava. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to that song for more than a few seconds. I still get that sick feeling in my gut when I hear that song. I love your show, and thanks for bringing back all my 80s memories. Forever stuck in the A's with you, Melissa. Well, shall we? Uh, well, we must. Shall we play the song, <laughs> Good Man? I feel the, the contents of my stomach rising Uh-oh. as I begin to Let's play, play the song. Tender Love by the band 
Force MD. Force MD. Here we go. This is for you, Melissa. Tender love. Love so tender. Pulling me close to you. Baby, I surrender. Candles, they light the dark. Now I see how lovely the feelings are. Man, that song is like ingrained in my 80s DNA and not in a good way. That is pure 80s cheese, isn't it? Yeah, it's cotton It's candy. shockingly cheesy. Cotton candy. Oh. I kinda, I'm, I'm with you, Melissa. I'm with and I didn't even get dumped. Uh, I don't know, you know. Ever? Well, Sean's been dumped. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, pushed away, perhaps. Oh, I don't know man. about dumping. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so letter number two. And let me just say ahead of time. With this particular letter, I had to do a lot of editing. It was just too long? No, it was just a little too hot. Really? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. No, no, I've taken it all out. It's been neutered. Oh. Really? It's not sexy or anything? It's still kind of sexy, but it's not It's not explicit. Hey, if it's sexy, let's have Jill read it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Jill, would I'll you, be would blushing you... while I read it. That's all right. Yeah, there okay. we go. Giselle Bunchen. <laughs> okay, this letter is from Carla in Nashville. Steve, you and I have one of the same sad songs. Back in 1987, I lived in California. On prom night, I ditched off my friends to go out with the first guy I ever had sex with. Ooh, all right. We were driving to San Francisco, and he started, well, let's just say I needed to have sex with him right there and then. Ooh, steamy. (laughs) Yeah. Joe, could you read this a little slower? Okay. And closer. (laughs) You want me to turn out the lights in there? Mm Mm-hmm. And what was playing on the radio when we finally pulled over and found a place to do it? You know it, In Too Deep by Genesis. Oh, snap! (laughs) In Too Deep! Good lord! I heard the song several times that night, at the dance, after the dance, and in the car with Patrick. (laughs) Patrick was in the Navy. He was 21, I was 17. And a few weeks later, he was transferred back east. I missed him terribly when he left. He looked damn good in his dress uniforms. Mm-hmm. And it was my first. Hey, that mm-hmm wasn't that was in, the in the letter. That was writer embellisher. Well, reader embellisher. Navy dress uniforms. Oof. Are you hot for a guy in a uniform? They're always hot in a Navy uniform. What about for a guy in a men's big and tall shop shirt? <laughs> yes, that Because I got plenty of X's in front of this L, baby. All right, anyway, finish up the letter. Okay, whenever I hear in too deep, I think of Patrick and the road to San Francisco. P.S. Patrick, if you're listening, just wanted to let you know that thing I wouldn't do back then, I'll do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap! I like Carla. She's saucy. Very. Saucy? (laughs) Good lord! What do you think it was? What do you think? I love our listeners. What do you think it was? (laughs) That thing she wouldn't do. Mm Hmm. Uh, I can't imagine. Steve, you know, don't you? I do know the answer to that question. Can you reveal it? Mm -hmm. Let's just say... uh... (laughs) 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 All right, let's move it. That's great, Jill. Fantastic job, too. Thank you. I'm sure people are going to play that over and over again. (laughs) Uh, but should we play the song over and over again? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's give us uh, give them a little in too deep. This much you promised. How could I ever forget? Listen, you know I love 
Uh, we played that song a little extra long for your Carla, just uh, for the memories. But uh, old Nummy Nummy over there, you have trouble with that song too. Yeah, I have a lot of trouble with that song. That yeah. whole album. God, jeez. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the 80s nation, a bunch of misfits. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. We got more, more, more in the, uh, in the old mailbag here. And this next one is from uh, your, uh, your pal of mine, Bass Note, Mark Keenley. I just almost Bass Note. I don't like this personal connection with Bass Note all of a sudden. <laughs> but uh, this, is a, this is a hefty letter, but it's a good one, too. So, uh, Steve, if you don't mind, I'm going to take the honors on this letter. Go ahead. Steve and Sean, great podcast about Genesis, guys. Steve, I could feel the emotional struggle in your voice. <laughs> the breakup that I associate with the song happened in 1988. Her name was Vicky. The song was With or Without You by U2. We were introduced to each other by my best friend at the, da- at the time, a guy coincidentally named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to put any sort of like drama on that. Uh, he had shown her a picture of me, and she said she wanted to meet me. Steve and Vicky were on the same college swim team. So the first time I saw her, she was wearing a skin-tight Speedo swimsuit. All right. Yeah. This is going downhill fast. Have you ever what? worn a, a, a Speedo swimsuit, Joe? No. Really? no, I haven't. Are you a bikini girl or a one-piece? That's personal information. <laughs> no, it's not. I, if I see you at the beach, I'm going to... I'll just let you imagine however <laughs> you'd right. like. Jeez. <laughs> we started dating, and I had that kiss you described with her at a party in a room full of people. Also like you, we did not consummate the relationship. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> also like you. Yeah, he's calling uh-huh. you out. <laughs> Man, I, that I should have retold the story a different way. Yeah. <laughs> However, one night when we felt we were alone at her parents' house, her sister spied us making out and being very friendly, <laughs> being very friendly with our hands. <laughs> I imagine he's not making like shadow puppets. <laughs> Naturally, she told her parents. Vicky's parents told her that they didn't want her to see me anymore. She didn't want to break up with me, so she started coming up with excuses why we couldn't get together and not returning phone calls. My buddy Steve found out what was going on. We were at my brother's house one night having drinks, and he told me he knew she was at a party at Illinois Benedictine College. Oh, I bet those parties rock. Yeah. The so. Benedictine gives Good it away. Yeah. <laughs> After she had given me a lame excuse about why she couldn't go out with me that night, I was already frustrated with her, but thanks to the drinks, I wanted a fight. I forced my buddy to take me to the party. He found her first and warned her how pissed I was. She came up to me and grabbed my hand and said, let's dance, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. On the dance floor at that exact moment, With or Without You started playing. As we slow danced, she told me everything and then said we had to end it. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing at the slow dance part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just I think she's just, cold, a, she's just cold-hearted. I just yeah. had a, a, a humorous image in my mind. I'm sorry. You like to throw up emotional walls, don't you? Oh, definitely. Let us in, Jill. Uh-uh. Let us in. Nope. Okay, let's finish it up here. As we slow danced, she told me everything and then said we had to end it. All the fight went out of me. I was devastated. I left her on the dance floor and went into a quiet corner and spent the rest of the night with my head in my hands. Later, I got blinding drunk. <laughs> I woke up the next morning in the dorm room of one of Steve's teammates. Whoa, wait, wait, did I read that right? Later, I got blinding drunk and woke up the next morning in the dorm room of one of, oh, okay, one of Steve's teammates. It doesn't say if it was a male or a female teammate. Good point. That's true. God, my homoerotic mind just mm-hmm. all of a sudden had hooked up bass note with Larry, the guy <laughs> down the hall. The guy was a breast cancer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it took me nearly 10 years before I could listen to that song again. That one really hurt. Bass note. Ow, that does hurt. 
That's a sad song too. I mean, it really, you know. Despite your your cackles of laughter <laughs> and bass sorry. notes dilemma here, I'm is, sorry. Let's I'm, play it for bass note, shall we? If we don't get any more emails from bass note, now we know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a letter, Same hell of a story. Office to his apartment, and to think it all happened at the hands of a girl named Vicky. It's an evil name. Yeah, it is Vicky because it's like yeah, it's a, it kind of fools you into thinking she's merry and gentle with your soul, with your heart, hmm. and then Vicky just crushes it Mm-mm-mm. what a little asshole i don't like, like jill jill is a sweet girl <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about vicky vicky's not a nice girl Mm-mm. well not in this case i well, hope vicky got her just desserts i'm sure she did hey base note this song's just for you You know, I don't even like that song to begin with. It's with or without you? It's probably my least favorite U2 song. Mm. Oh, most overplayed song, too. It reminds me of Friends. You know, they played it when Ross and Rachel broke up. They oh, did? God, oh. did they? Mm-hmm. A Friends Jeez. reference on Stuck in the 80s. Yeah, it's, wow. it's not appropriate. Times really are changing. stick the dagger in there. <laughs> Sorry, wrong decade. We're going to change the, the tempo here because Douglas Arthur has this next letter, and Douglas Arthur never lets us down. And whenever I see it, I always think Douglas MacArthur, mm. the famous World War II general. And I'm sure this is not him. <laughs> <laughs> to the people of the Philippines whence I came, I shall return. That'd be really cool if it was, Yes, though. it would be really cool. From Douglas. I won't go into all the ugly details, but I had a completely heart-wrenching experience during my sophomore year in college, which was spring of 87. The music was not 80s, though. I somehow found myself listening to a lot of Roxy music and Brian Ferry. Well, that's sort of 80s. I mean, it's, you know, late 70s. Uh, To this day, I cannot listen to the first Roxy album without a bit of a lump in my throat. Stupid thing is is that it was a girl I wanted to date, but she just wanted to be friends. Story of my life. Story of all our lives. Am I not not, uh, correct there, Sean Daly? I do all right. You seriously? Yeah, he's seriously. He's just he's leaning back in his chair, stroking his chest hair, drinking his coffee. Anyway, Douglas continues. I did use the Talking Head song "The Overload" from their 1980 album "Remain in Light" in a movie I did about a breakup gone bad, and it still works for me. Duty now, Steve-O, Douglas MacArthur. <laughs> I think uh, Doug Arthur. He made a movie, right? Yeah. That's what he says. I'd letter. like to see. Can you send a clip of the movie and we'll put it up on yeah, your sure. on hey, the Stuck in the 80s blog? If you got a clip of it, uh, send it and we'll put it up there. We'll That'd be review great. it at the very least. Um, Nineteen eighty uh, Talking Heads. You don't really think of them as being a breakup? Uh, no, but I'm, I don't even know if I uh, I know the overload. I shall play it for you now. Here's one for you, Douglas. All right, cool song. Yeah, you don't think of Talking Heads as like having anything to do with emotions. Psycho killer. <laughs> yeah, why are you grinning at me? You're grinning at me like a big wolf grin. What? That's creepy. That reminds me about just about every ex-girlfriend I have. 
Oh, man, oh, man. Steve has some sad stories. Every time yeah, I- oh, man, you have no <laughs> idea. We got 106 episodes of Steve's <laughs> sad stories. You know, someone uh, dared call me the creepy one in our, in our duo. Hmm. Somebody called me creepy, like you're Mr. Adjusted. <laughs> You're in denial, is what you are. Who do you think's more creepy, Jill? Who do you think's more creepy, me or Steve? I don't think either of you are creepy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Steve Spears, say it. It'll feel so good. He's the creepy one. I think Just it's you. It. You're what? the one who's acting what? creepy. I'm not. Cr- Why am I acting creepy? I look like Baby Huey. You're very aggressive right now. <laughs> I- I'm aggressive. All right, can't wait to see the panty waist you date then. Ooh. Yeah, Ouch. bring it. God. Okay. All right, okay. let's move on. Move on. Here's our next letter. It's from a colleague of ours, actually. The great Chris Ave. Fantastic guy. The musically talented Chris Ave. And when he left this note on our blog, I thought it was the saddest sort of mini story to date. But uh, Jill's going to read it and sing along. Oh. Yes. And sing along at home, too. If <laughs> like to. Okay. Oh, man. I don't even know if I can. All right. I can't. I can't. Do it. Sing it. it. Everybody needs some time away. Everybody. (laughs) I can't do it. Everybody. All right. Do a spoken word reading of Chicago's Hard to Say I'm Sorry. Everybody needs some time away. I heard her say from each other. Keep going. (laughs) Yep. Freshman year of college, my high school girlfriend comes up to visit and dumps me. We heard that song like five times that night, I swear. That is really, that is a bummer. That's a sad story. That is sad. That would would taint that song forever. That's sad. What? That would taint that song forever. Yeah, it doesn't hard to say I'm sorry, like at the end have that like one minute coda of like... Uplift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Have you ever seen the movie Summer Lovers? Yeah, they jump off the cliff. They right? jump off the cliff at the end of that song. Yeah. That's a great movie, by the way. But that's like a fun jump off the cliff. They're not jumping off to their doom, are they? No, I believe they do survive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Peter Gallagher, Daryl Hannah. Yeah, they have a three way, right? Oh, yeah, several. Mm. Steve, have you ever had a three way? Steve? John? I'm not picking you up. Are you talking into the mic in there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job. There we go. Hard to say I'm sorry. Oh, that is a good song. Do you like Chicago, Jill? Ooh, love Chicago. Do you? Mm-hmm. Who are some of your other favorite bands? Doesn't have to be from the 80s. Just let the people know. Uh, Who else do you like? If you name a boy band. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> we know you like Kelly Clarkson. I do. I love Kelly Clarkson. Uh, Michael Buble. I like country music, too. Michael Buble. I do. I, he's very attractive. I'm a good-looking guy. You are. You are a good-looking guy. And I'm a good-looking guy. You are. I am. We're all three good-looking guys. Oh, God, that <laughs> bad Sinatra. Oh, shit. He's, yeah, he, he sings standards. He's, he's coming. Have you met him before? I haven't, no. But no. he has the same birthday as me. How is about it, that? Is he the exact same age or just the same day? <laughs> same day. But, yeah, he's two years older than me. How old so are So that's you? perfect. How old are you, Jill? Um, 22. <laughs> she looks 22. <laughs> you look young. I would Thank guess. I, th- I thought you were about like twenty four. 
No, I'm not. I'm 30. Are you 30? 30. Well, first of all, Spears is like 57. <laughs> I'm 37. You're 30. That's fine. It works out. Just well, you look really. You look like you're about 24, 23. Thank you. And I'm guessing it's a bikini, but that's. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay Sean, we got one, another song. This is from our friend Jason Barclay, and Jason says, <clears throat> "80s breakup songs." Don't you mean 80s songs you heard while you were being dumped? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bitter, yeah, bitter man. Yeah, he's Jason's very bitter. If I was breaking up with the girl, I didn't care what was on the radio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and mean. <laughs> when girls were dumping me, and boy, a lot of them did, I obsessed over every sad song on the radio. Personal favorites, which caused me to dwell on an empty and wasted life, <laughs> include Crazy by Ice House, and of course, Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Oh, I almost forgot. The song See You by Depeche Mode always makes me want to park my car in the central span of the Skyway, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow. Oh, Does he mean like he'd park it, then get out and jump off yeah, the, the bridge? Skyway okay. He this- needs some... You know, yeah, Skyway Bridge, uh, Links, uh, St. Petersburg and Bradenton. It's a huge bridge here in uh, Tampa Bay, and many uh, sad souls have uh, lost their lives jumping off it. That's true. I fished under the Skyway before. Not as tragic, but it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried to lighten the mood a bit. All right, good letter from Jason Barkley. And so let's play. um, Tell you what. See you by Depeche Mode. Okay, let's do it. We don't play enough Depeche Mode on this show, or so our readers say. I hate that Depeche Mode crap. Suck it. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All I wanna do is see you again. Is that too much to ask for? I just wanna see your sweet smile, smile the way it was before. When I try not to hold you and I try not to kiss you, and I won't even touch you. Hey, the best letter is actually coming up here shortly, but in the meantime, we got some business to take care of. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it is time for Name That Movie Clip. Hey, this is a segment where we play a segment of a movie from the 80s. And if you can name the movie, and if you can correctly email us without emailing Sean Daly first, thus propping up his very fragile ego. Mm. SPTimes.com. There we go. Cheap bastard. Blogs.tampabay.com slash pop music. Self-promotion. You, you might actually Shameless. win a prize, and I say might. Well, at least somebody's promoting me. <laughs> oh, swing. Yeah. You don't need anyone else's help with that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm all in favor of having her back, but I don't think Daly wants to speak to her again. <laughs> anyway, this was last week's clip. See if you can guess what it was. You know, I noticed you've been drinking a lot of coffee lately. That now sounds really familiar. What is that? That is uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Judge oh, oh, Reinhold. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people got that one. But uh, so this week's. Uh, Test is going to be a little bit tougher, so uh, pay close attention. Here it is. Got to, got to, got to, got to satisfy. Aha, tricky indeed. Hey, if you think you know the answer to this week's mystery clip, email us at stuckin80s at tampabay.com and you may be a winner. No, 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 Jill, it's wiener. Because we have to make everything on this show about our special places. Oh. <laughs> It's very sad, isn't Look, it? Look, you were so happy to say winner, and it was wiener. I knew it was wiener. We tricked you with our wieners. Oh. <laughs> Aha, the mystical notes of Name That 80s Tune. Hey, it's the segment where we play a song from the 80s. You name the song, you name the artist, you name the record, you name 
the color of Sean Daly's shirt today. We're matching today, Steve. We both have Again. blood red, Last week it was green. amorous week it's colors red. on to seduce Jill. It's working, too. Come into our lair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her eyes are rolling back in her head so, so loud <laughs> that I can actually pick it up it's here on the microphone. It's hot in here. It is. Mm-hmm. It's getting hot. hot in here. Anyway, <laughs> here is last week's challenge. That was obviously... That was obviously the theme from Bun Busters. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I it might, it. might very well have been, but uh, it's better known to the rest of us as O'Sheela from Ready for oh, the World. Oh, I, lo- I had that on uh, 45. Did you? Do you know what those are, Jill? You're probably two. I do. You know I do know what those are. Casingles? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean I love is the I have the single of Simply Irresistible by Robert Palmer. You still probably have it, don't you? It's probably sitting, probably. It's probably sitting on your desk at home. I love Kissingles. Oh, God. I used to have eight track tapes back in the day. Oh, well, you're an old SOB. I had the reel to reels. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have your Victrola, Steve? <laughs> anyway, here is this week's mystery tune. Jill, do you know what this week's mystery tune is? Oh, of course I do, yes. What is it? I'm not going to tell. I'm going to blow it. You can't trick <laughs> me. One. It's a trickier one than normal. Hey, last week we did have a winner. Brian Hall of Little Rock, Arkansas scores the very last t-shirt from founditemclothing.com. You know what? I've given up on them. Mm. My triple XL Strange Brew shirt was never in the mail. They say they're working on it. You know, it just takes a lot of clock. <laughs> they're, sti- they're stitching three together. Yeah. I mean, the, a little castle for Elsinore Brewery. I mean, it looks like a little cottage. <laughs> Between my hefty heaving man bosoms. Yes. If you laugh, God. something disappears. <laughs> anyway, if you think you know... You're hot today, Spears. Oh, you man. are. Hey, if you think you know it, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And we'll let you know. Jill, Jill, if you're a... Yeah? Winner. No! Oh, get with on. it, Wiener. Damn it, say it. Just once. Don't say it. <laughs> just once. Just, just once. once. Just to see what it's like. Yeah, just just for a second. <laughs> uh, this show is off the rails. Side joke. <laughs> My brothers from another mother. Hey, guys, this is Mike in Austin. Steve, I want to tell you thanks for showing me some love. When I was in Iraq playing my kids on your 100th episode, I appreciate that. I'm just here in the beautiful state of Texas, finishing up the Christmas decorations with two babies sleeping. Guys, you're great. I love listening to your show. Keep it coming. Take care. And like always, I am sickly stuck in the 80s. Ah, crazy good fan greeting there, folks. Against all odds. I like that song. Sad movie. I want to sing that to you right now, Jill Holcomb. So take a look at me now. (laughs) That was very romantic. Thanks. If you didn't do it like Rod Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have one more letter. We think it's the best letter. This is my favorite. Jill says it's extremely creative. It is. It's, you know, when you're down, you know, this guy found a way to to really, you know, (laughs) stick it to her. Fuck off for sure. Like, Totally. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said agree? that in front Jill, of you, too. Would you agree that in most uh, breakups, the woman is at fault? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm surprised by your answer. Really? Because you're a rational woman. I, I would think that you'd agree with that. Okay, last relationship you had, did you break it off or did he break it off? Um, I guess I would say he broke it off. What? What's he thinking? I have no idea. 
You know, I. He's I, dope. I, I How long did that last? Um, like six months. Yeah, it kind of runs and, its course and, after six months. Oh, really? You'd get tired of me after six months? Is that what you're saying? Heck no. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, that was that was a no-win situation for me right <laughs> yeah. there. Sorry, you stepped in the bear trap. Anyway, so we leave it to the uh, the brilliance of Eric in Madison, Wisconsin to uh, to bring us home. And Jill, our special guest, who has been fabulous today, is going to read it you. to you. Okay, here we go. Eric and Madison. My first crush, eighth grade, Lori K. <laughs> Could you spell Lori K for the listening audience, too? Okay, her name is L O R I capital K A Y. One word. One word. Lori K. I, I'm not really sure about that. I would have really rethought that. Wow. As a parent. That's harsh. <laughs> okay, so Lori K broke it off, and I was heartbroken. I turned to my favorite band, Journey, for some guidance. Woohoo! The next day, I asked Lori Kay if someone had already replaced me. I had a note in each hand, one for each response. Had she said no, she would have gotten this note. One day, love will find you. Break those chains that bind you. One night will remind you how we touched and went our separate ways. Beautiful. But she said yes. So she got the note that said, If he ever hurts you, true love won't desert you. You know I still love you, though we touched and went our separate ways. It's really sad that I had to take the high part there. You did. Thank you. You did an excellent job. <clears throat> and no, she never came back. I think I heard she was pregnant by June Sean, pop quiz. When a girl does you wrong, she's always pregnant by the junior year. <laughs> <or false>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You guys are so Or she's angry a hooker down in women. Miami now. <laughs> yeah. I heard last I heard she was mm-hmm. a hooker down in Miami. That's mm-hmm. a good one too. That's uh, that was a great job. Thanks. That was fun. You have an amazing voice. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Hmm. That's not cool. Well, we (laughs) promise. We we promise after this show, no more uh, sad song episodes for quite. And we should say, like we had, we had hundreds of people send in their breakup stories and their letters. I'm sorry we didn't get to all of them. We could do like five of these shows. Yeah. We just kind of grab some good ones, but there's a lot of good ones out there. So um, you know, we like to focus on the positive side of life. Not well, here. no, not really. <laughs> you do. You might. I do. That's why you, we invite you to the show because Steve and I are diners. But you've done a great job, Jill Holcomb. Thank you, Sean Daly. I wish I had been the one that said the, the coined the term "smoking hot," Jill Holcomb. Well, you're the one who did it. I do appreciate Steve, it. Was it. So you, it's not, it's totally not <laughs> you me. and your like hairy knuckled uh, mm. creative output. But oh, anyway, that was man. a great show. You did a great job. Thanks. You, you too. Right back at you. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Can we end the mutual appreciation <laughs> yeah. right here? Hey, Steve, we, you not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Better luck next time. I think that you could improve. <laughs> nice. We become assholes or something. Hey, well, thanks for the emails from the listeners. We're glad to have them. We're glad to celebrate your misery here in front of fifty thousand <laughs> other listeners worldwide. In the meantime, we're going to leave you with Eric's favorite song, done properly, I might say, by the Mister Steve Perry. Uh, indeed, Aww. indeed. In the meantime, Sean, Jill, and I remain firmly stuck in the eighties. <laughs> Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. 
To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. If he ever hurts you. Oh, shit. True love. <laughs> read the desert. No, I'm not. You read the one I emailed you. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you did a great job. And you were rocking it, too. Go, go to the version that I, I printed out. Can you run, oh, run that as a, as a outtake? Hey, a you're outtake mean. No, it's There's good. So but, you, but you were like, the whole room was shaking. Okay.